Andrea here, your host and passionate business coach and scaling strategist for soulful service providers and coaches. Welcome to another episode of Soulpreneur Scaling Stories. Have you ever wanted to look behind the curtain of your fellow entrepreneur's business to see what actually went into scaling it? Well, you are in for a treat because that's exactly what we are doing here. In each episode, we will be uncovering the truth, the lessons, and the stories behind what it truly takes for soulpreneurs to scale their businesses intentionally. I'm hoping that their stories will help you to unlock the true potential of your business so you can create your own soulful, abundant, and aligned laptop lifestyle style through intentional scaling. So whether you're just starting out on your scaling journey or you're a seasoned entrepreneur seeking inspiration, this episode has something incredible in store for you. Are you ready to rise, grow, and create a business that fully supports your dream life? Well, let's dive in. Before we begin, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an empowering episode filled with real stories and soulful insights. Hello, hello. So we are here today with Director of Operations, Shelly Criswell. Hi, Shelly. How are you? Hey, Andrea. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you. So let us know who you are and what your business looks like today. Yeah. So my name is Shelly Criswell. I'm a certified Director of Operations through the Ops Authority. And I do strategic mapping and offer Director of Operations support um, for small business owners, which is just project management, team management, um, business operations. All, all that fun stuff. So we do uh, some similar things. So I love, this is like my love language. So it'll be a fun conversation today. Uh, so have you always, did your business start out in this DOO world or what did your business look like when you first started? Yeah, so I just started as um, a virtual assistant in 2018. I was working in a toxicology lab and discovered VA work and was like, oh, I can do that working from home and um, just started a side hustle. Mm. And in about 10 months, I was able to quit my full-time lab job and work as a VA. So you were offering, when you were a VA, you were offering general VA services. What were you doing as a VA? It's so funny. Um, when I first started, I didn't even really know what I was doing. Right. Um, and I'm like, oh, I like to write. I had my own blog and I like to write. So I was like, I'll be a copywriter. <laughs> um, and I learned really quickly that no, I'm not a good copywriter. <laughs> Writing in someone else's voice is really difficult. And it's uh, it's an awesome talent if you have it. And I don't have that talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, so I had to slowly evolve and figure out what I was good at. Okay, but you know what's really cool about that is that you tried it, right? You're like, okay, let's try this thing. And you realize like, okay, this thing is not for me. What else can I do that is for me? So how did that go? So you said you started out as a copywriter and how did how did you get to where you are now? What, tell me about your journey. Yeah, so you know, I had I had one client and um, was a copywriter for mm -hmm. her. She had like an agency model. And she had a heart to heart with me and was like, you know, you're not really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> it really did hurt my feelings. But I'm glad she did that because, mm -hmm. I mean, she's right. Um, once I took that feedback and listened, um, I realized, yeah, she's right. And she she saw that, you know, she said, you're really good at the tech part, the the business operations, the admin um, type task. And 
So I moved on from there. I was like, yeah, she's right. Um, and started just doing general VA, like admin type work. Mm -hmm. Um, and then slowly realized that I was really good at the tech and processes. Um, you know, you don't realize what you're good at because it comes so easily to I you. Know. You assume it, it comes that way to everyone. Yeah. And once you realize, oh, <laughs> a lot of these entrepreneurs, the tech is the hard part for them. And so I kind of dove into that um, as the years went on. So when you were doing this and like you were saying, it is so true that you're just like, what? This is the thing. And you don't actually realize that this is your zone of genius. So this is your wizardry, the thing that you're amazing at. Right. So. Did you, how, how did you get to actually notice this? Was it when you were seeing your clients do it or were they giving you feedback or, or, because I think it's important to kind of point that out because a lot of people feel the same, right? Like, like, oh, I can just do this. I didn't realize that it was special. <laughs> there was like a special talent that not everybody can do this. Yeah. I, yeah. Just working with clients and realizing they were struggling in an area mm -hmm. that I didn't understand why they were struggling. <laughs> um <laughs> And then I'm like, hey, I can, I can do that if you want me to. And they're like, sure. So it just kind of evolved from there, realizing there was a gap in their business mm. and that I could feel it. And it was something they needed. And how did you actually learn it? Because similar to you, like you came from the, the toxicology lab. I was a nurse and psychologist and all of these things I learned as I was doing them. So were you similar in that, like, because you didn't have this corporate background where you did these things and this was related to it. This was totally different. So when you were actually first getting into some of these things and all of that, how did you learn about it? How did you actually figure out what to do? Yeah, uh, YouTube and Google were like my best friends. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love to learn. So anytime I see like a new piece of software, like we were just talking just a minute ago, you use Squadcast and I had already pulled it up and Googled it while I was waiting on you. Um, just I'm just so curious about mm -hmm. tech and I just kind of dive in and learn it because I like to. I enjoy it. And um, and then it can serve my clients. That's so cool. Yes. And I can confirm that. Also, we had chatted one time previously and you had told me about some different like podcasting platforms and things like that for me that I investigated. So you definitely have a passion for all of these things, which is which is really cool and, and um, serves your clients, I'm sure, super well. Um, so, okay, so you uh, started offering these tech services, working one-on-one -on -one with your clients, and what happens after this? Yeah, so I had a lot of clients, mm -hmm. and there's only so much time in the day, um, and so I wanted to up-level mm -hmm. and um, had been eyeing the Director of Operations certification. Mm -hmm. wasn't sure if it was right for me, so I kind of binged um, Natalie's podcasts and, you know, dove into her Facebook group and then realized, yeah, I think it would be good for me. So I took her certification. It's a six month um, certification and just finally felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, I love that feeling. Okay. So what does that feel like in terms of how did you know, is this in your mind, in your body? Like, where are you? How do you know that this is what you're so should be doing? Um, how did you recognize? It was, yeah. yeah, it was enough of a challenge mm -hmm. to me. I like to be challenged. Um, it was enough of a challenge. And there were things that I realized that I still needed to learn mm -hmm. and I love learning, <laughs> but it also like all made sense to me. And um, the support was there in the certification also, yeah. which is really important. Um, and yeah, when I get into someone's business and realize I can fix this, <laughs> it's such a good feeling. 
and um, just can easily see the gaps and things that they need in the back end of somebody's business. And I can feel your energy when you're talking about it. I would just like, like, I can feel that it, that it excites you and that you love doing this. So I think it's an energy thing too. And you're like, ah, like, you know, like there's the fact that you want to share these different platforms. The fact that you went and looked up Squad Cash, like, oh, what's this plot? You know, what's this tech thing? And things like that. So I think these are also really cool cues of knowing that like, oh, this is my thing. When you're like, oh, like I want to talk about this all the time. Oh, I like to do this. And oh, this is still challenging and exciting for me. So it's like really cool. Um, so is this what you do now? Are you working one-on-one with your clients? Like what is your structure? Yeah. So uh, one-on-one mm-hmm. um, retainer model, but as, you know, I've up-leveled so then I can charge more and mm-hmm. have less clients and not have to work around the clock. Um, but yeah, one-on-one retainer. And I can also, um, I also offer strategic mapping. So I come in your business and give you a strategy of projects to do for a year. Um, and it's just a, a one-time thing. Mm. So this is your additional sort of like a project-based offer to, to both increase your income, serve more and do these more higher level, higher exactly. level things. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And in this journey, so this whole journey going from copywriter to tech general VA, tech VA, director of operations, what has been a big hurdle for you? I am a people pleaser. Mm. Um, and so I, at first, I think I wanted to be the unicorn. I know we talked about that earlier um, and how there's really no such thing as a unicorn. Okay, wait, wanted- wait, could we go back into this? Because, because people need to know. Yes. Unicorns do not exist. This is like a thing that that's a whole thing. Uh, they do not exist right? because one person cannot be amazing at everything. And why would you want to, well, one, have all that? Pr- like it just dilutes you so much, right? Like especially even as a service writer, it sounds cool. But oh, I can do all these different things. But that's a lot. Like, I don't know, like when I did general VA stuff, I was like, okay, this is a lot. Like it's kind of like you're the, you know, a little bit about everything. Right. And you're not like an expert in anything. Yeah. So so talk about that also about the whole yeah. unicorn thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you get a client and they want you to be great at everything. Yeah. And you feel so responsible to, yeah, to be great at everything. And you're not. And mm-hmm. you're being pulled in all these different directions. And like I would feel bad because, um, you know, I wasn't very good at the copywriting or I couldn't write social media captions very well Mm -hmm. and I would beat myself up and finally realized you know what I don't (laughs) my life is so much better when I'm not doing these things that are not in my zone of genius these things that that don't come so easily to me right like you can serve your clients better when you're the one like when you're in your zone when like you're doing the things that light you up when you love it Right. Like, and then also you're happier and, and it just really affects everything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is a warning to people. Don't hire somebody and ask somebody to be a unicorn and don't offer to be a unicorn because we are anti. <laughs> yeah. And, and you don't have to people, please. You can have mm-hmm. your boundaries mm-hmm. and they appreciate it when you tell them up front, you know, this is what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. And this is what I don't do. <laughs> and how hard was that? Because this is a, the first time implementing boundaries or telling somebody no this this is a challenge right so talk about talk about how that came about and and boundaries and people pleasing and how how what you had to put in place in your business in order to overcome that because I think that's also really important yeah yeah that is very important definitely in the any of the copy that I have on you know my website or in social media I 
don't say <laughs> I do things that I don't. Mm-hmm. And in the discovery call, it's really important to learn what that person's looking for and mm-hmm. to let them know what you do and don't do. Just set those expectations up right away. Yeah. And what about sticking to them? Because a lot of times uh, clients can be like, oh, but can you do this from later on, right, when you're working with them? Have you had that come Yeah. Up? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I do sometimes slip and go, well, I'll try. <laughs> um, and then it never works out. So, yeah, if you um, just stick to those boundaries and say, no, I can't do that. But and then you can refer someone having that network of people that you can refer. It's really helpful and for you and for the client. Mm-hmm. And the other good thing about that is that you're sticking to your boundaries, but you're also not feeling bad that you're letting somebody down. Right. Because because what I say to somebody is that, well, OK, theoretically, but you don't want me to. Right? You want somebody who's really good at this to to do that for you. That's not the best way for me to serve your business. Yeah. It's not the best yeah, for you your business. Like, like you said, yeah. you're like you're serving them by mm-hmm. providing them with someone. Yeah. Having a solution, like being there with a solution instead of just being no. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do yes, it. I have definitely learned if you come to a client with a problem mm-hmm. to always have a solution. Yes. That makes things so much better. Yes. <laughs> On everybody, right? For everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So so you so the boundaries of people pleasing, this has been really big in your learning that has really been a big hurdle for you and something that you've had to overcome in your scaling journey. Did you have um Difficulty or did you have, you know, when people talk about scaling and things like this, it sounds like it was a pretty smooth transition into DOO. So it sounds like you're like, oh, oh, okay, there's a no, she's shaking her head. So that's, yeah, because I think the, like people talk about these things and you see kind of like the the best sides like on Instagram and on social media. And I like to go like below and let everybody know about like we're all like in the trenches and going through things and that's normal. And the growth and all this is part of, you know, part of the journey. So tell me about the journey into DOO and, and how that was going or how that yeah, went. Yeah, so there's a couple different areas. So first is mindset. For for me to see myself as, you know, ha- as up-leveled, I think that's a, uh, a gradual thing. And you have to definitely work on the mindset mm-hmm. um, a lot. It helps to have a coach or a mentor to talk to about that. Yep. Um, and which I did, I stayed in the ops authority has, a, a ops inner circle that mm-hmm. you can join once you graduate. And I chose to stay in that. And that really helps, um, with my mindset mm-hmm. and also current clients. Um, so as a DOO, you're doing less implementation, more strategy, uh, vision management and any clients that you currently have and you're implementing, it's hard for them to see as anything else Mm -hmm. so yeah it's really hard to to get them to see you in a different light sometimes um and so that's been a bit of a struggle and Mm -hmm. did you keep those clients or did you eventually i i do um but i'm still implementing Uh um Uh, okay and so i'm trying to yeah also find clients Mm -hmm. that that see me as a doo and Mm -hmm. um I think also that's one thing because, well, as you know, so I'm also a certified business coach, strategist, certified online business manager. So we're like dueling, dueling yes, titles. <laughs> um, but when I was transitioning from BA to OBM, it was a similar thing where it actually, and I think this happens, right? So like the DOO, the OBM, this is for six, seven figure businesses. 
it's an investment, much more so than a VA is an investment. So it is natural that it takes longer to get clients. So it is a, and this is something for people listening who are like, oh, I'm, I'm interested in going down that road. Know that, know that it's not, I don't say quote unquote as easy, but it is a more of a road, especially when you're transitioning. I think it took me like nine months to like transition fully from one to the other. Um, and you have fewer clients if you want to stay in that one-on-one retainer model. It's a handful of clients, you know, it's just like three or something like that, depending on, on, on what you do. So it, it is a longer journey to transition fully than I think what I was aware of or what I was expecting when I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and like you said, the clients that you, you have, Mm -hmm. they may not even need um, an OBM or a DOO. So, um, but you can't just just uh, drop them all and start over because it does take it takes takes a little longer so um, yeah I have I have some clients that I I love and Mm -hmm. don't do DOO work for Mm -hmm. Um, and I also have some some clients that I do DOO work for Mm -hmm. and they those smaller clients may not need ever need a DOO and and that's okay right and at some point you're going to you know be somewhere like okay these clients are not aligned anymore and I'm going to move on and from them and I think you kind of you, you get that feeling and like you know when it's time Right. Like, you know what, it's yeah. time to kind of move on from these and and, and then you will. So mm-hmm. very yeah. cool. So so what is your top scaling tip from your journey, from everything you've got been doing, from your journey that you've been on um, to share with everybody? What is the top tip that you have when you're growing and scaling your business? Huh. Wow, that's hard. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I think to. Never stop learning mm. um, and always it's, you're constantly evolving and um, yeah, just don't stop learning, N- collab and network with people. I think that that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, get in different circles. I feel like sometimes it's easy in the online space, which is so strange. Um, we, we get in the, the same circle and um, it's really important to branch out and meet new people online mm-hmm. and even in-person networking um people are starting to do that more but um yeah just never never stop learning always meet people collab and network i love that this is the thing from it's been a big focus for me the collaborations and the networking and whatnot this blog is now like this whole second half of the year the third and, and fourth quarter so far and i've been loving it would have and you've been doing it as well so what benefits have you found from collaborating, from doing these types of things, um, from the networking? Um, we get in front of other people's audiences. Mm-hmm. So that is one good way. But I mean, also you just feel good. You feel good when you help somebody else's business um, and you grow this um, referral network. Yep. Like we were just talking about mm-hmm. of people that do different offers as you. You can also... Um, collab to create an offer together mm-hmm. um i think that that is really cool i spoke with someone recently and i'm thinking about adding that on as like a an upsell to my strategic mapping offer um of something that they do and so yeah it's just it's when when you what is that what is that saying when um the tides rise there's a rising ship above all oh wait wait i know that <laughs> a rising that tide one? lifts all somebody's oh, ships, ships. Yeah. <laughs> something that is it so we just yes. all rise together yes. yeah yeah and 
the when people are, view others as competition, quote unquote, this is a very scarcity, you know, this is a scarcity mindset that that it doesn't serve anybody. Right. Like it's so true that that this this saying that we messed up, but the rising tide lifts all boat ships with yeah. the <laughs> like, right? It's so true because if I'm like, I'm full, but oh, I know Shelly, you know, like she would be great for you. And like, then you would remember that, you know, it's just like really nice to refer people because they're going to do the same for you and to meet other humans who are amazing. And you never know what can happen from that. And everything online is really about relationships. So it's really the more people, the more like, and what, what bad can come from meeting really cool people who do similar things as you do, as you, and who can relate to you, right? It's so like, Going in it with an open heart and not necessarily expecting something, but being like really wanting to form these connections and relationships, you never know what's going to happen. And yeah, I've had very similar experiences where it's like, oh, we could create something together or, you know, you're very complimentary to me or we have similar client base. So like, I would love to have you share your knowledge with my people and things like that. So it's really cool to to do that and to definitely always continue learning because we know the online space is ever evolving, which keeps everything exciting and keeps us on our toes so that's an excellent tip there is to definitely like don't be sleeping on things and be like oh what's this and kind of just be curious you know and open to learning so yeah. awesome very nice so finally let us know so how can we stay in touch with you if there's anything else you'd like to share the floor is yours let's do that now yeah so i just i have a website chriswellsolutions.com um, you can find out about my offers there. I have a free mission, vision, and values workbook if mm -hmm. you are interested in creating that for your business. And podcast, also Business Ops Unleashed. And you can find out anything you want to know on the website. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Shelly. This was so much fun. And I love talking to other, other professionally type people um, as well. And I hope that this story has been really inspirational for my peeps so thank you so much for being here thank you for having me thank you so much for joining us today i really hope you found inspiration and insights from today's episode you know scaling your business intentionally and from the inside out is a transformational process but i'm here to support you every step of the way head on over to dancingleafsolutions.com resources for free tools to help you do just that and thank you again for being a part of the Soulpreneur Scaling Stories community. Your presence and dedication to growth inspire me every day. 